How to Create a Glitch Monologue Season 39 Chapter 7 This is Season 39 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 7. In this episode, we will be incorporating our discussion of disgust sensitivities with the past few episodes. To start out, we discussed how dissonant consensualities are the product of a recidivist approach to an affirmed impulse. In the taxonomy of an exchange between two friends, in episode 2 of season 29 and episode 7 of season 30, we talk about how dissonant consensualities are integrated through the lowering of disgust sensitivities. As aversion to others reinforces a rejection of certain self-attributions, while at the same time, obviating the linking of the sexual cycles of the two participants. Thus, the accession of the disgust sensitivities produces recidivist logic. As a philosophy, progressivism requires the gradual erosion of one's disgust sensitivities through greater and greater exposure to the implicated behaviors. Thus, the philosophy of say la vie, YOLO, the gradual unworking of one's inhibitions, is necessary to enforce a progressivist viewpoint. All of this being said, it can also be observed the generation of dissonant consensualities owes its occasion to a rejection of precedent. For in the undermining of the progress of integration, a backwards view of historical affirmation results in the occurrence of dissonant spaces. Thus, the proliferation of what the progressivists call misinformation from the recidivist camp is more precisely a manifestation of dissonant spaces proliferating through the rejection of historical precedent. Although archetypal tonics, and therefore consensuality, created through intergenerational territoriality seem to benefit from recidivist logic, this owes more to historical context than any direct link between the two paradigms. Thus, it is equally possible to equate spatial non-consensual tonics with a backwards view of precedent, as it is, archetypal consensuality. A balanced view of the trends of today, compels us to re-examine the importance of emotional calibration as a parallel process underlying this dichotomy. For while the creation of dissonant consensualities traps us in some era in the past, we fail to move forward temporally, recapitulating historical thought processes in the present. The question becomes, is it possible to decouple the link between progressivist viewpoints and self-progression through the generation of discontinuities, the creation of new narrative and archetype. Obviously not in a society where consumerism undermines and represses the creative instinct of the masses. I imagine that the processes of creation need not be so coupled. In fact, I know for a fact that they need not be. What this amounts to then is the recognition that the movement which controls the generation of new ideas will determine the question. For decades the progressivist viewpoint has monopolized the creation of new content, archetypes, ideas and technology by linking the act of creation to precedent. But can new ideas be created in the shadow of a new system which recognize the unaligned nature of humankind's creative will? I can only wonder, but have we yet reached the end of a system built on the erosion of basic aversions, the compulsive act of desensitization? Only time will tell but it begs the question. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.